Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk about going from random to recognizable with the anxious thoughts that come up in our mind and discover some more of the roots of anxiety. This came about because I had a conversation with someone about anxiety, and then they had a comment back to me in an email, and I wanted to share that with you because I think the way that he described it may really ring true to a lot of you. I know you hear me talk about these things from my point of view, but I've been out of the wormhole for a long time, and so sometimes the way someone makes a comment in an email to me, makes so much sense in the way they have stated it. It's something that I really want to share with you. So here we go. Let's just jump right in to this comment from the email. I had a realization after our last conversation. I think a lot of people with anxiety probably try to see what their anxieties have in common. And I always felt like mine were just completely random. And a lot of them are completely random. Don't get me wrong, LOL. But a lot of them, not all of them have a common thread that it's about something in the future that I'm not currently experiencing. And he lists, what if robots take over? What if this trip I freak out in front of my friends? What if I can't handle this flight, etc.? A lot of them have that common thread that it's about something not happening right now. So I think that line of response, there's nothing I can do about it because it's not happening and I'll handle it when I get there, is very useful for me, lol. Because I always handle it when it comes, and there's no need to control it right now when it's months away or years away or completely hypothetical. And that was the end of the email comment from our listener. Now, let me say this. There's a lot in here. Because obviously this person has heard me say (laughs) over and over again that there's nothing they can do about it because it's not happening and that he'll handle it when he gets there and that that was very useful to him. So obviously, as you all have heard me say that so many times, but I wanted to start out my comments here before I got started with my comments, a quote, because I thought this was completely applicable. This quote is from Remez Sasson, and it says, your mind is your instrument. 
learn to be its master, not its slave. And I thought this was so apropos because what our commenter is talking about is that these things come up. And if we are taking all of our thoughts, these random thoughts, if we are taking them as the truth, what's going to happen is that we become the slave to our mind. And in reality, our mind is our instrument. So many people with anxiety tend to analyze their anxieties and they look for commonalities, right? Our commenter here who wrote the email believed their anxieties were mostly random, but finally realized that there was a common thread that existed. And many individuals with anxiety tend to search for these common patterns. And I'm wondering if you who are listening have come up with any patterns that you can see in this tapestry of your mind. Our commenter initially believed that their anxieties were random for the most part. And the common thread that came up in their anxieties is that they revolve around what? the future events or scenarios, not what was happening right in front of them, not the situation that they were currently in, but a lot of it was around future events and scenarios, and that some of their anxieties share a common theme, that they revolved around events that might not even ever happen. They were totally hypothetical. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Examples of anxiety-inducing thoughts include, what if the robots take over? What if I embarrass myself in front of my friends on a trip? What if I can't handle the future flight? Now, I have to say, for the most part, these are not unusual anxious mind fears at all. I hear things like this all the time. And if it's not what if robots take over, it's what if 
And it has the end of the earth, the destruction, the possibilities of all kinds of things that are not even things that are happening somewhere on the earth, but somewhere in our imagination for future possibilities. Now, this is a great sign of a wonderful, wonderful imagination. And that's a good thing. We're creative people and we have great imaginations. But what happens is we begin to take these thoughts that are coming up from our imagination. What if I freak out in front of my friends? Well, that's not happening right now. And often when I press this question with clients, I'll say, oh, well, when was the last time that that happened? Let's talk about that. And it never has happened, right? This is true. We know this. My mind goes all kinds of places that has never happened because my amygdala can get triggered and it's trying to take care of me and not let me get in situations that may cause me harm. And so robots taking over the earth. Yeah, that's something that the mind would say, hey, let's get to business here and not let this happen. And this is great because it's watching out for us. And it also shows a wonderful imagination of being able to conjure up all kinds of things. But we want to not be the slave of this mind. We want to use our mind as an instrument. So we are the ones that have to tease out, is this something I should be working on? What are the possibilities here? Or is this something that I can put on the back burner because it doesn't have any relevance in my life at this time? So these things that come up or the, what if I can't handle the future flight? Of course, I get many, many people talking to me about their issues, about their flying. And it's always anticipatory. Most of the time when people get on the flight, they handle it, of course, with some discomfort. We are all uncomfortable on that flight, believe you me. But we don't have to go down the wormhole. And we don't have to worry about going down the wormhole. These are not unusual anxious mind fears at all. The mind can find the future, that which has not yet happened, to be potential grist for the mill of the imagination. Nothing is off limits and everything is potentially possible. So the greater your imagination, the more room there is for wild future possibilities. And you can see how this is endless. You can't just take care of one of these thoughts. It's like whack-a-mole. As soon as you get one down, two others have popped up. The thing is that it's not happening right here, right now. But what is happening is the body is reacting to these thoughts as if they were happening right here, right now. So the more time we spend in future anxious thinking, the more time the body spends in reaction to things that are not happening, causing so much grief and exhaustion, not to mention strengthening that neural connection of these thoughts as if they were happening, keeping us in a hair trigger fight or flight reaction pattern. So this is important for us to see that although we 
are not in it. Our body is responding as if we were in it. And this is where problems come up. This is why we become exhausted, why we become stuck in this pattern because we spend time in it. And that connection gets very strong. So what do we do? This is where we need to redo the connection by coaxing the mind back to reality, back to what is happening right here, right now, not the 10,000 horrible possibilities in some future that only our mind has imagined. These anxieties share the common element that they are focused on events not currently happening here in the present moment. And that's why we talk about getting used to spending time on purpose in the present moment, which is mindfulness, which is what we practice in meditation, so that we can get back there to this present moment thinking when we find ourselves falling down the wormhole. This is why we practice, so that when you are having thoughts such as our commenter about, what if I freak out in front of my friends? What if I can't handle the flight or the robots take over? When we find that coming up, we have practiced enough so that we can coax our mind back to reality, to the present moment, right here, right now. Because why? Because we have practiced with our mind on purpose for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, two minutes, whatever you can do right now, every single day. And we build that new connection so that when we find ourselves falling down the wormhole, we have strength enough to bring it back to the current moment, to the present, because we are being mindful. We bring it back, but we get that strength to bring it back by practicing our meditation every day. Now, I'm not going to get into meditation and how to do all that today. There's lots of other episodes about that. And you can go to our website and use the search bar to find whatever it is that you are interested in. But I want you to know that we can do this. We can become the masters of our mind instead of its slaves. Now, the realization is that responding to these anxieties with the mindset of there's nothing I can do about it right now, I'll handle it when it comes, really is beneficial because we get ourselves into the correct thinking of I can't do anything about this right now. And if you can do something about it right now, well, then put that on your to-do list. Then you can have some action that you can take. Maybe you can find the seat you prefer on the plane that will make your flight more comfortable for you or whatever it is. But if there's nothing more you can do, and if it's nothing at all that you can do about it, Rest in the idea, as our commenter did, that I'll handle it 
when it comes. And I like to say, I'll handle it if and when it comes. Because many of the things that our mind will conjure from the 10,000 horrible possibilities are only things in our imagination, and we can let them rest there. So, just as our commenter found that helpful response to these anxieties and the idea that there's nothing they can do about it now, since it's not currently happening. This response acknowledges that these future events are beyond immediate control, maybe months or years away, or maybe even entirely hypothetical. I find with the easily triggered amygdala of anxiety panic-stricken people that I talk to, many of their anxieties are in this hypothetical realm. But if they are real possibilities, they learn to trust that they will handle these situations effectively if and when they occur. And how do they know that? Because they have done it before. Just as our commenter said, he has done it before. He can do it again. Our commenter found that they typically do handle these situations when they occur, making the anxiety unnecessary in the present moment. This perspective allows them to avoid attempting to control or worry about events that are months, years, or purely hypothetical in nature, and avoiding the urge to control or trying to control all upcoming events frees us up to have the time, the energy, and the capacity to handle all that we have right in front of us with so much more grace and ease. I know that you too can have these realizations. You probably already have. So keep those in your back pocket so that you can remember them when the day has been difficult or you're overly tired or you feel like you're on your last nerve and ready to trip down the wormhole of anxious thinking and behaving. You have been there before. You do have the power to come back to the present moment and let go of the rope of hypothetical disasters. I hope that you have had these experiences where you were able to not go down the wormhole and been able to bring yourself back to that present moment thinking, saving your mind and body from that trip down the wormhole. And if you've had those experiences, I'd love to hear from you, just like I heard from today's commenter. So please send your suggestions or your situations that you've gotten through to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to reading them and maybe I'll be able to share some of your situations on the show also. And now for today's quote. Your mind is your instrument. Learn to be its master, not its slave. And that's from Remez Sasson. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. 
Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.